Hey, detailers. Have you heard about HyperClean? It's an ultra-concentrated line of cleaners. What does that mean? It means since it's not pre-mixed with water, this saves you the detailer and shipping costs and allows you to mix it in a five-gallon cube at only $5 a gallon. If you're looking to bring costs down and profits up, go download the Detail Supply app. We have an exclusive coupon code for our listeners. Use Detail15 at checkout and save 15% on all HyperClean products. That's Detail15 on the Detail Supply app for 15% off all HyperClean products or at www.hypercleansaves.com. Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain assassins started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast, What's On Your Mind edition. Bruno, as always, kicking your hand. Uh, Bruno, I'm going to let you introduce the guest. Uh, you introduced him. I introduced oh. him. I introduced last week. Well, that's kind of your thing. But all right. So we've got the one and only Mr. Tommy Davis from Angel Wax. How you doing, Tommy? How's it going? Fantastic. How about you guys? Can't complain. I'm doing fabulous, man. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, <laughs> this would be a good one. We've been talking about doing this for, for a minute, so glad we could get it. Right on. This is my second one ever. The last one I did was with uh, with Billy Bogus back in Freedom Fest. Oh, nice. Ago. Nice. Man, I'm surprised you haven't been on more. I know, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey. Well, hey, you know I'm what? glad that we got you. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm nobody really, so it's all good. Uh, we're, uh, all, we're all somebody. You know, you said uh, that you say that all the time, man, and I really do appreciate humbleness, man, because it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's nice to well, have right? like, some people. That I wouldn't are, be, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am without anybody, like any of you guys. So, you know, I'm not above anybody. Yeah, that's good. We appreciate that. So, so let's start it off. What's on your mind, guys? What are we talking about? Shit. Nothing. I don't even know where to begin. No. <laughs> <So much. laughs> just, just, just whatever pops into your mind first. Just we're, we're talking it out. Whatever. There's, there's no topic for this, Tommy. We're just, we're just rolling, 
Maybe we'll get more listeners than the Aaron Knox episode. Oh my God, what a d- disappointment that was. <laughs> but honestly, it made you know, me feel you know, good. <laughs> Nobody cared to listen. It's hard to, to go off on any. It's hard to go off on any topics because when you go off on, on on topics, you know you have to bring people in that you know, and sometimes they're your friends, and you know a lot of times it's not a good thing. And I don't like talking bad about anybody. So you know, yeah, we're not talking bad to, about people here. Just like Aaron Knox. But, but you know what? It, it just kind of it kind of ends up that way because when you're going in on a subject and then, you know, I have several friends. Yeah. You go on any kind of subject and everybody has so many different opinions and you just say one wrong word and all of a sudden yeah. you're nobody. You know that's what I mean? uh that's kind of my whole thing about this podcast is is you know, sometimes we want to say what we want to say, but it's it's kind of hard because you're right. Like you don't like, even if you're not really talking about somebody they they might take it, somebody who's listening might take it the wrong way and think you're talking about them. And then you're just, you know, SOL kind of deal. So, um, you know, we try to keep it pretty light, but tell what we want to tell. And, you know, hopefully people listening don't take it personally. And if they do, well, nothing we can do about it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that just comes you know, down really, to insecurity. Yeah, really what I want to talk about is you guys. You oh. and Alex are doing You and Alex are doing something amazing. And I don't know if you guys really realize what it is that you guys are doing. You know, the, the no. podcast and the whole passage page. We don't. Is something that, you know. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> we, we don't know nothing. I mean, this is like, hey, let's just have some fun with this. And um no, I, I appreciate that, Tommy, actually. I mean, especially coming from you, um, you know, again, this whole podcast thing was just on a whim. And then, you know, me and Jason had pretty good chemistry with it and he wanted to be a part of it in some way. So we started this little version of it. Um, and it, it, hopefully people are loving it. It's good to hear that you like it. Well, you know, I, uh, I've never been... You know, I've been detailing for since 1993, and uh, I never really was a paint correction guy. So watching all of you guys and seeing everything that you guys are doing for me is just, it's mind blowing. You know, I picked up a polisher and, and I can remove some swirls and stuff like that, but I don't claim to be anything but a, but a basic detailer. But when I see what you guys do, I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't... <laughs> I, I really sometimes I really just don't understand how you guys can do some of the things that you do. Oh, I appreciate. And then that. to know that, and then to know that a lot of you guys are using our products on top of that, it's just like you know. Yeah, I was just gonna say what we do is thanks to products like yours, man. Seriously, exactly. yeah. Because if we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the products that you guys make. Well, we see then, and that's a, and that's a whole other discussion right there, right? Because some would argue that it's more on skill than it is on product. It's, it's a, I think it's a nice, easy, even balance. Like, yeah, we got the products and stuff and they help tremendously. And then you got the, you know, the, the technique and everybody who has their own technique, Alex has a different technique than I do, but I mean, we ultimately go to the same goal. Right. Yeah. I don't know. For me, right. I think, for me, I think it's totally the products because 
I'm stupid when it comes to this. I just go up and forth and back and down, back and forth and up and down and until up, down left, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, like a cheat code for exactly. the old Nintendo days. I just, I just do it enough times and wipe it. Swirls are gone. Good. Move on to the next panel. So uh, I, I believe it's all in uh, the, uh, the products, the, the chemicals and the pads that I'm using. Cause I don't, I, I don't have anything going on. <laughs> Well, and there's so many good products out there. You know, I uh, I support everybody, so I don't, I don't. You guys have you know, so many options to choose yeah. from. Yo, you sure do. Like, I've never seen somebody who has their own product or is pushing their own shit have so much respect for all the other products in the industry. It's exactly. fucking awesome, dude. Seriously. Well, well, you have to, right? Because this this industry is built on egos. So you got to have some people out there that don't have egos to kind of balance that shit out. Because right. you know, some of the, some of the egos out there are just yeah. I could even fit them in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. It ain't it ain't even at all. You got more egos than less egos, and yeah, that's just the way <laughs> it is. Hey, so let's let's talk about some real shit here. What kind yeah, of tacos right. you guys like? Oh. Oh man, you're gonna hate me. I'm not a huge taco fan. Why not? I don't know, man. I mean, is it just because where you're at, you don't get good tacos? I mean, it could be. I don't know. Um, I mean, I I like them, but it's it, you know, it's I'm not like you. Like I can't eat them every day. <laughs> I don't think anybody liked them. <laughs> I couldn't eat them every day, but I mean, every now and then, I'm I'm good with them. Um, but uh, we don't go out a lot. So I think that's the thing. Like the wife gets the the you know the kit, the the uh, the old El Paso kit from the grocery store, and and it's just it's not the same. Like doesn't you know? I don't know. So, no, it's not the same. No, it's definitely street not. Tacos, and, 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 and I mean get those street tacos. Right, and I mean when we do, you know, occasionally we we've got Tijuana Flats here, which is a nice little mexican restaurant kind of deal and they've yeah. got good tacos so i mean like when we go there it's it's i'm more happy to eat it than eating it at home kind of deal but again we don't go out a lot so that's why is that because is that because of the pandemic or just something that you guys are because we're cheap i <laughs> <laughs> played it simple we're cheap um no no michelle michelle's done a, a great job the last few years like pretty much getting all of our our bills and everything paid off. I mean, the only thing we've got right now that we owe money on is the house. Um, so now we can like kind of afford to go out and eat a little bit more and things like that. But for the last so many years, you know, being on a tight budget of, you know, just wanting to get all that debt paid off, we got in the habit of not going out. You know, you get in the habit of not doing the things that got you in trouble in the first place. So now it's like, eh, you know, I mean, it's not a big deal to not, you know, like I don't miss, I don't miss it. I, 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 I do a little bit cause I kind of like getting out of the house. Right. But at the same time, like, you know, it's whatever. And, and, and I mean, we're in Florida, right? Like pandemic, what pandemic we're, we're wide open yeah. down here. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it ain't because of the pandemic that I'm not going out. <laughs> yeah. There's no pandemic in Florida. We literally have the Super Bowl experience going down, down 10 minutes from my house. Oh uh, yeah. That's and there's right. like millions of fucking people there. Yeah. I'm surprised you're not out trying to kick the field goal or something like that. No, because if I run into Tom Brady, I'm going to kick it right in his face. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I think I was, uh, I think I'm pretty opposite when we, uh, when we finally started finding comfort um, and was able to get caught up and, you know, change our, our status a little bit. We actually started going out more. Yeah. I got lazy and then I got fat. Yeah. So, the other, the other thing too and, is and, uh, Haley's cheerleading. Yeah. Haley's cheerleading takes so much time and effort that again, a lot of times like that's kind of the, our time to go out. I mean, like we, she had a competition this past weekend, um, you know, and like we ate breakfast out cause we had to get up so early. So we just grabbed breakfast on the way. And then we had, you know, lunch on the way back home. And then the next day we had breakfast out we had lunch, you know, on the way back home. So, so sometimes we do it that way, but other times it's just scheduling doesn't really give us a lot of time to go out and do stuff like that. Do you guys travel out of state for that cheerleading stuff? We do. Um, there's usually one, one a year. So like last year we went to Atlanta. So that's when I met up with Knox. I went to uh, Reds and met up with Knox. This year we're going to uh, Nashville. Um, so it, it's usually either Nashville or Atlanta for, for her age group. Um, are, are the two out of state ones but other than that everything else is pretty much right here in orlando um, all right all right yeah fair enough, fair enough what's the weather like right there cold. Dude, it's cold <laughs> what's it's cold? cold it's fucking it's cold like it's like in the 40 40s, something man. yeah oh really yeah yeah, yeah. I, we've I had a nice cold front come through for like the past yeah. week and a half sucks i'm surprised yeah, me too, man. It's, shit, it's forty. I'm sitting out here in sweatpants and shit. It's yeah. bull fucking shit. It's forty-seven yeah, right we're, now. <laughs> we're sixty-five in the desert, so. Jeez, we actually have. Yeah. Free- how is y'all winters up in Nevada? Huh? Are they usually warm? Like, how are your winters in Nevada? Um, generally. Well, they got snow the other day. <laughs> yeah, you know. When winter actually comes to Nevada, which, you know, it's kind of hit or miss, um, we, we're, we're mid to low 30s at nighttime, mid 40s during the day generally. Uh, but we only had about two, we only had about two weeks of winter this year. Yeah. This is our, our week of winter, I think. I like how the one, I like how the one guy out of this trio who's from a frozen place <laughs> is bitching the most about it being cold. <laughs> Yo, my blood has thinned out so much. I've lived in Florida for six years, man. I'm, I'm a, I have that Florida blood now. You've gotten too used to it, huh? Dude, I if I go up to Boston to now, I'd be fucking <laughs> freezing my nuts off, yo. I grew up in the same town as Vincent, and uh, you know, so sixty degrees. We're out there in shorts, but sixty degrees here in Vegas, and I'm dressed like Jason right there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a little different in the in the desert when it gets cold. I mean, I've been I went to a uh, car wash convention like back in two thousand six or seven or something like that in Vegas, and I mean, uh-huh. I mean, it, it, it when it's cold there, it's cold. I mean, because we it hits, had, it, it, hits, it hits a little bit different, like Jason's right. joint there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's a bone it's a bone chilling kind of yeah it's crazy it is because we were because we were there like it was like 80 something 90 something the day before and we woke up the next morning put on our put on our shorts and t-shirts and walked outside the hotel and it was like 
just somebody dumping ice on you. It was like 40 degrees. <laughs> Holy shit. I ended up getting sick because of that drastic change in time. Came back dying. So yeah, that's that's a lot different. That dry, that dry cold. <clears throat> so, so how was uh, how was the pandemic for you guys? Like what did you do during the pandemic when you all were on lockdown? I had some of the best months since I opened, uh, since I took over Angel Wax. Uh, the April and May were probably two of the best months to date. Nice. And, uh, and uh, you know, it wasn't too bad here. Nothing really closed. So people stayed home and that worked out for a little while. But we really didn't have that as bad as everywhere else. You know, we, right. never, we never were not able to go out and eat and 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 things like that so compared to a lot of other places it was it wasn't that bad here people here that were complaining were just you know they had nothing better to do. right people that didn't have lives or something like that you know and uh you know, the job the only thing that's hurting right now is the jobs you know because half the casinos are closed during the week and only open on the weekends and, oh wow yeah so it's it's, it's a little weird, but for the most part, it hasn't been terrible. <clears throat> Did you feel like you had more creativity now that you had, like, more time to do anything? No, I got fat and lazy. And, and, uh, <laughs> Egg tacos seven days a week. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, during the pandemic, we bought this house, so I've just been kind of doing stuff around the house, just trying to make mm. it hours. Yeah. Nice. How you liking the new house, man? Um... I like it. It's not bad. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's weird. Maybe it just hasn't hit me like it should yet. Right. You know, I was excited and I just kind of, I just kind of cruised into being a homeowner without having that. Oh my God. You know, feeling. Right. 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 And, and now you're like, Oh my God, I'm a homeowner. There's a bunch of shit I got to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me tell you, you know, it's, it's, it's an older house. It needs a lot of work, but yeah. Um, We'll, we'll get we'll get there. Uh, my main my main thing right now is is making sure that all of my distributors are pick back up and and do what they need to do. Right? You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to help them get right. farther than I am at the moment. Right. How how is it going for 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 them? I mean, do you have some of them that are like still okay? Like I'm sure Rowan down here in Florida is okay because again, shit ain't closed, but. Then you got somebody like Vincent, who's in California, that's you know locked down. I mean, so are you are you yeah. finding that they're doing okay, or 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 some of them? You know, that's exactly how it went. Some of them, some of them were doing. You know, Autoality's been doing good this whole time. You know, because oh yeah, whether people are, yeah, even 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 in the slowest times, most of the people were still going back to work, even if it was low key. You know, as far as detailers go, right? Yeah, so. The, the flow of products never really slowed down for for a lot of them, but for some of them, you know, Vincent Vincent took a hit. You know, he he may not admit it, but yeah. you know, he took a hit. A bunch of them took a hit um, through no fault of their own. Um, a lot of it had to do with issues, you know, on our end from Overseas. dealing with internet international yeah. issues. You know, uh, Brexit. Brexit on top of the pandemic fucked everything up, you oh, know, as yeah. far as getting shit out, getting right. shit out of Europe. Um, 
So, and that's still creating somewhat of an issue now, but, um, you know, Vincent got all this stuff finally, and we're just trying to get them back going. Uh, you know, we lost Trent and, uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's it. We're just hoping for, uh, a better year this year for everything. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's, it should, I mean, you've got training coming up, so at least you, you know, kind of open back up to that, right. Training mm-hmm. in March or we, something like that. Is that when you're. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we had to, um, yeah. at, at one point, at one point, where do you just let things shut you down? You know what I mean? Right. Um, trainings is one of those things you can still do even the way things are going now, as long as you take the right precautions. So yeah, mm-hmm. we have the one in March. Um, we're getting, we're gearing for one in Ohio. We're gearing for one in New York, West Virginia. We want to get back down to Florida. Right. So well, you got um, plenty of spots in Florida to go to. Yeah, we, de- we definitely want to get back down there. Um, our first, our first venture out there with this, with the Genesis, uh, went really well, but, oh, yeah. um, you know, a lot of those guys, um, it's hard to get people to change what they're used to. So, yeah. you know, people pay to come to certification classes, but then they don't utilize that certification. So, you know, we want to get back down there and try to motivate people. That's kind of crazy because, I mean, if I'm going to go and pay money to be certified in something, like, you could be damn sure that that's going on every car i mean like i can't i can't imagine people are paying money and then not using something you know i mean that's just yeah. you know, and, I, and that's what goes through my mind every day and it's hard for me not to just go out and call people out but uh, you guys know i'm not that guy i'm not yeah. the guy that just goes out and calls people out i will sometimes low-key say something and if that person notices it then you know they'll message me because it's happened right. before but um <laughs> Like a certain SB3 training that might be happening in Washington. Yeah, my little period. I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't wrap my head around people that pay that much money to go to a training and then and then not utilize it. You know. Yeah, you, that's crazy. You didn't travel very far, but you, you paid that money to go and get certified, and then right. after you left the class, I haven't yeah. heard word, one word from you. Wow. So then, then, and then, I'm inclined to just have another training in the same area and just plop someone else there right and just kind of leave it at that right now um i got a question um because i know you said uh i think you guys have like 50 installers in the u.s or a little bit less or something like that are you trying to keep it small or is that kind of just because of the the pandemic and you guys didn't get a lot of trainings done things like that um Yes and no. We're not, we're trying to keep it exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the problem that we're seeing with a lot of these bigger companies is as they get bigger, they tend to kind of forget the people that were there in the beginning. And then they start putting installers 10 buildings down, right? You know, a couple miles down the road. And that's something that we're trying to avoid. Um, so that's one aspect of it. Another aspect of it is the, is the pandemic. And then another one is, People are, people are loyal to a fault. Right. So people are loyal to these brands that aren't really, they're just there to sell them a product. You know what I mean? They, they support them and they back them and this and that, but you know, they, they act like 
they're the ones paying their bills. So right. they're specifically loyal to that brand. And it's hard to break that. Yeah. It's hard to get people to be like, okay, well, you know, we'll give this one a shot. And most people they're like, yeah, well, we'll give it a shot. Send me some. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. That's not how it works. You want to give it a shot. You know, we've already, I mean, for the most part, we've already proven what we've been saying, you know, as far as strength exactly. and things like that. Oh yeah. You already, you already have an established name. It's not like you're a new company coming up, you know? And some of the people that we already have installing behind it should be, should say enough as it is. Oh yeah. Um, so I, that's, that's one of our biggest hurdles is, is, is loyalty um, to some of these other brands. And, you know, I get it. And I, I can only hope that eventually people will see, but what's going to happen is these people are going to come around and they're going to find that they're not going to be able to get it because someone in that area already has. It. Right. Exactly. And we're definitely keeping, you know, distances and radiuses and we're not definitely not trying to overcrowd areas That's so good. yeah cool. we have we have close to 50 installers but actively installing we have maybe a dozen oh wow wow i was expecting yeah. at least half yeah well yeah, I, was, so, I was expecting all of them because i mean again you know you think you pay no, all that I, money for a training <laughs> like why aren't you yeah, doing I, it <laughs> yeah so and and that's my thing and 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 i, I don't know I think I'm, I'm still really self-conscious about myself and a lot of things. So it's, it's hard for me to just send these people a message and be like, yo, what's up? Right. Cause then in the back of my mind, in the back of my mind, I just overthink things and I'm like, Oh, they're going to think I'm being a dick. Or they're going to think I'm doing this. They're going to think I'm trying to say this or that. And so I just right. leave it alone. Yeah. And it's, and it's not like it's that new. I mean, shit, it's been out for a year now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the like first people training who, class was in what August, right? in florida it was actually january was it january it's been exactly one it's been exactly one year at john, last, at john last week shop? Was, yeah yeah last week yeah. was one year oh shit man that's crazy yeah, so i mean I, it's i'm surprised because i mean it's not like you know p- people could be like oh well it's still too new i mean it's like you said i mean it's it's a year old now and the people yeah but here's the thing though too alex like it's a it's ceramic coating it's yeah. it's not a new concept it's, no right yeah exactly and then you put the angel wax brand name on there it's it's a whole different story because right. you know they already have they're already known and they right. already have the good products to back it up so right exactly well and, and here's the other thing too all of these other companies unfortunately they have they have the marketing behind them that's something that we lack mm-hmm. and it's 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 not for any other reason than you know having a, having a uh, having a home company that's you know on the other side of the on the other side of the pond yeah not really not really acclimated to how things work here in the US right. so you know they sell they do really well out there with with what they're doing but when you have such a market that we have out here you have to you know you have to keep you have to pump and dump money into marketing and advertising and stuff like right. that and that's something that we're just not able to do, not yet. You know, realistically, we're only what little under five years uh, in the U.S. So, period. Yeah. So, you know, to come as far as we have in that little amount of time is pretty good, mm-hmm. anyway. Oh yeah, because I mean, I think so. When I, I think when I first joined Pain Assassins about two years ago was when I first heard of the brand. 
because again everybody was using it and pain assassins um and the igl guys were were huge you know with uh with angel wax so that's when i actually rohan um actually came up here <clears throat> to visit family and stopped by my shop and brought like product and and like he spent almost two hours with me talking to me talking to me about all the products that i ended up <laughs> buying redemption and or, i'm sorry resurrection and regenerate right there to try for them and those became favorites of mine um and you know just kind of watching the brand you know even just in two years time of like how much it's kind of blown up and exploded um has been pretty big and and, and you, you know having the uh... oh good oh i was gonna say and, and you're kind of right about you know them selling it in europe and everything because back then a lot of detailers that i know that are in the in europe and things like that it seems like they're all using it and talking you know about it very highly and things like that kind of before i notice it's starting to blow up here so you know yeah i think you're right about you know yeah they you know they've, they've been out there for 10 years um right. and and um they're very widely used out there you know yeah uh Ferrari dealerships, Lamborghini dealerships, Volvo, all of these places, that's all they use is Angel Wax. Right. So uh, I figured, you know, breaking out here would be fairly easy. Eh, not as easy as you would think with the, the big market that's out here. Having uh, having IGL by my side was huge. Right. Um, that is something that I'll never, ever, ever forget. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, yeah, it was. They were huge and very instrumental in our growth. Right. And uh, it's unfortunate that once we released our coatings, that that kind of started to break away a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it does suck, but I mean you, you kind of see the writing on the wall when something like that happens. You right. Know? Well, you know, and and you can't blame us, right? You have to. You have to you have to move with the industry. You have right. to advance with they advance because otherwise you get left behind. Had we waited another year to release our coatings, we would be too far behind. Yeah. It would be pointless at that point. You know what I mean? Right. And we had to and we had to go single layer too because, you know, at the end of the day, the two layer systems just get you know, like people say wax is dead, the two layer systems can get old too. You know what yeah. I mean? Old technology. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely does. So, you know, I, I stopped fighting the whole wax is dead thing a long time ago because I knew that eventually I'd have to move on. Yeah. Um, so now now that now that we're playing this game and, and we've done what we've done, a lot of the people that we had as allies are still allies, but have stepped a little bit farther away. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's tough, right? Because, you know, as a detailer, and I know there's always kind of like, this you know clash like detailers are always kind of pissed off at the 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 industry right because maybe they feel like they're just being used as pawns and you know the industry's like yeah but you know we have to you know make our money and that's the way that I, I i look at everything even if something's being done that i don't necessarily agree with like again it's a business right like we can be we can be buddies and we can be friends all day long but we're both in a business to make money. And, you know, let's say you, for example, you know, you, 
it's a business for you. You got to meet numbers. So we could be friends, but at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do for your business. And that's, that's what I think a lot of people kind of forget. Sometimes they get into that whole, everybody's buddies and pals. And then all of a sudden, like, Hey, why, why aren't you taking care of me anymore? Why aren't you doing this? And you know, when it's like, well, we've got a business to run, we need to make money. We've got numbers to meet, you know, kind of deal. And especially Dude. when it's, when it's somebody like you, that's a distributor, it's not your brand, right? Like you can't just like willy nilly throw stuff out. Like you're held accountable right. to, by your boss to, Hey, Tommy, what's going on kind of deal. So, you know, at the end of the day, people just realize it's a business and, and it's, you know, it's going to happen. Well, and you know, I, I'm in a unique position. I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to brag. I try to, you know, but I do sometimes. Yeah. I, I, uh, being, being not a distributor and just being like the main guy. That's why I have most of the friends that I have, to be honest with you. People, a friend requested me because I thought, oh, I'd be friends with that guy. It'll be easier for me to get this, this, and this. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily, not necessarily on a distributor level because most people know that I'm not a distributor, not anymore. Right. Um, and you know, I, I feel like I feel like people take try to take advantage of that, which is why I have 1,500 friends and I talk to like 200 people. Yeah. It's a, it's. A, I feel like it's a status thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it is. I mean, I think everybody wants to be friends with everybody who's a detailer kind of deal. I mean, I, I just talked about it with, uh, oh, special guest alert. Boop, boop, special <laughs> guest alert. <laughs> what the hell? Was this planned? Yeah, it was planned. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh. you, just, what, you just think he randomly picked a, picked a code and showed up at 830? <laughs> that was that's planned. <laughs> All right, what's up, Vincent? Vincent Gentiles with us. How you doing? Chilling. Just got done working. Nice. What's up, baby cakes? Not much, man. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> so, so I had to do this. I called Vincent yesterday and and asked him if he'd have time to do this because Jason, you actually, when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about getting Tommy on, you're like, we can't have Tommy without having Vincent. Close <laughs> they are, and then you didn't ever mentioned vincent so yesterday i called vincent and i said hey let's do a little surprisey surprisey and uh, <laughs> and so he said yeah man i'm down so here we go well i mean how oh, yeah. how, how, hood, how hood do you want this because you just got to hunger in the house right? <laughs> yo we go straight hood in this <laughs> hey, should i reverse the camera and take him for a drive I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no um <laughs> So yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about before. Uh, I I didn't. I don't know what the conversation was going. I just. I think we were. I think we were talking bad about you, but whatever. I, I figured that's <laughs> why I was supposed to show up. You know, come to- <laughs> we, we were talking. We were talking about how you stole the belt and never, never uh, passed it around to anybody. <laughs> oh, Where the fuck is that it. thing? It's in yeah, my. It's, well, in, my, it's, it's in my shop. Nice. Oh, downstairs. Yep. I look at it every day, thinking of Bruna. That's awesome. That's bizarre because my name's on it. <laughs> No, I put tape over and wrote my. Did name. you put tape? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gotta take a picture, bro. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Have the have tape, uh, painter tape over with my. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, what were we talking about? I don't even we'll get know. Vincent, we'll get Vincent to jump in on it. No, don't remember. Uh, 
Oh, I, we, oh uh, shit! With the we're talking about like the industry and how people were asking, friending Tommy to get like uh, free right. shit. Yeah. yeah, you're asking a stone, a stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remembered. Yeah. So, so Vincent, is that how you became friends with Tommy? You friend requested him so you could try and get some free stuff. Man, yeah, these motherfuckers yeah. known each other since actually, like six he, years old. He, re- he actually friend requested my sister, I think, back in the day. <laughs> Are you guys do that you guys know how vincent and i met yeah no i don't i don't so let's talk let's tell the story because i'm sure a lot of people it's on like hollywood boulevard or some shit detailing <laughs> the fast and the furious cars no we knew each other before that i was i dated his sister i'm the baby i'm like my brother and my sister is six and seven years old yeah i also worked uh detailing with his brother and another friend of ours too Oh, nice. Yeah, they lived down the street from me for fucking ever. Yeah. For fucking ever. Gone. He was gone before we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've known, I've known him since he was like eight. Wow. Some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, he, he was around pretty much my whole childhood growing up here and there. I mean, we got some dumbass stories we can tell. But we can <laughs> oh, yeah, Vincent, How much older are you, Tommy? Vincent, Vincent used to see me walk around the town drunk, staggering around all the time. Yeah, Dude, how, the fuck, the, how old are you, man? I'm going to be 50 next month. I mean, 49. Oh my God. Next, month, next month. Wow. 49. Vincent, how old are you? I uh, just turned 38. So, okay. so Bruno, finally somebody older than me on the podcast with uh, Tommy there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm yeah, when baby. I used to see him walk around town, I used to like, hey, bro, you want to ride home? No, man. I'm just walking. I, I think I probably asked him that question three thousand times and got the same answer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was a walker. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you gotta go for a walk. Well, what else I, you do I, when you're? I want to talk about you guys detailing the Fast and the Furious cars. Oh, uh, so I mean, we started with uh, his old boss Tim and my brother, and then worked for Tim, and then. Long story short, Tim did some dumb shit, and you know, next thing you know, my brother opened up his own business. But yeah, we were working doing detail on Fast and Furious. Uh, I mean, Austin Powers. I mean, wow. <laughs> you, you name it. We did we did a lot of a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. Um, VIP with Pamela Anderson for all nice. um, We we killed it. I mean, we owned owned the movie industry till now. Wow. Yeah, that was that was how I got my start. Smoked a joint with Samuel Jackson. We drank a beer with Kid Rock. Fucking did all kinds of shit. Damn. <laughs> did he drop a lot of F bombs? Two way overpass. So, I mean, yeah, I mean it was it was good times. Lots of lots of good memories. That was just dope, man. <sighs> but, you know, that's what trans- transitioned me into doing car commercials after. Yeah, I remember we talked. We talked when I had you on. We you, you talked about doing the car commercials and right. stuff like that. Which I, that's how I, I that's how I transitioned. To yeah, which which again, like you know, I mean, I I didn't like know you know you at that time, but you know, I kind of knew a little bit about you, and that just was like, wait, what? Like <laughs> you did car commercials? Yeah. Like like who I didn't. Needs, who oh. needs a six figure job to go sell products for his friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of issues that I was having at work, and you know, when you're gone, 
that long yeah it was, it was time to move on and find find new horizons and you know i told tommy for two years no <laughs> no <laughs> but i finally i finally did it you know i'm not i don't have no regrets that's good no regrets yeah doesn't seem, no doesn't regrets. yeah it doesn't seem like you do i mean from talking to you and seeing the stuff you do and everything Nah, i get the it sucks at time but it's 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 a fun ride let me tell you yeah, I mean, well, any business you get into is going to be a roller coaster. You're never going to just keep going up like GameStop. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have have it, 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 any of you jumped in on GameStop or did? Yeah, you- I got like ten thousand invested and I fucked up. And- <laughs> <laughs> I had I, I was up to like forty thousand in two days, and then everybody was like, "Oh, you should hold," and I was like, "Okay, so I want to sell all." Okay, so I held and now I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm down like three grand. Like, fucking <laughs> <so> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, All I can do is hold now. Yeah. Hey, hey Vince. Yeah. You want to talk about Camp Cormy? Oh, we can always talk about Camp Cormy. <laughs> He's coming to Vegas, man. I know. I saw him, man. That's pretty dope. Yeah, nice. I, I, I talked to him. I was like, man, you got to come to Vegas. Another trainer, you know, another person that's really got hands-on experience. You know, he uses it daily. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we get get a little bit more people interested as well. He's got a good ball. <clears throat> when you coming back down to Florida, man? Both of y'all need to come back down, like at the same time. I'm down. It's open. I don't have to wear a mask. I can go to a bar. I, dude, I'm, I, dude, I told, I, I mentioned this in one of the comments, man. Now that I got a shot, man, I want to do a Genesis training, man. I'm down. I'm down. Let's go. You're open, so we can go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll, still, uh, got, still got to wear a mask some places, but eh, it's not that yeah, bad. Go. I don't need to have a mask anymore. It's all right. See now. Now I think these uh those pain assassin masks I mentioned way back when would uh, come in handy. I have yeah. one. I have a pain assassin's mask. Come on, man. I know, but I told you well, to sell them you back in the beginning. One, yeah. I don't want to sell you them though. Don't have one. Right. <laughs> people will buy them, bro. Back in the I beginning. Mean, back in the I mean, beginning. Come on, all you do is print I'm not shirts. capitalizing print print on COVID. Right. I'm not oh. capitalizing on COVID, man. You're I'm not, you're not dude. You're not capitalizing on COVID. Well, hey, just think about it. Your t-shirt market's shrinking right now. You gotta right. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta make some money on the mask. <laughs> Even we did masks. Right. <laughs> Everybody's done a mask. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of, I want one from the factory, bro. I still haven't got one. <laughs> what? I still haven't got one of the factory. Oh, I'll get right on that. <laughs> you sound really, really hyped up. With that. <laughs> Yo, Vincent, do you got the new logo ready yet? My logo? Yeah, yeah it's done. What's up with that? It's on my I'm website. Try, I'm trying to see that shit on a hoodie, yo. What's good? It's on my website. Oh, I'm, I'm, my buddy's, my buddy's like been busting my balls to to get hoodies and shirts printed. Problem Duh, that logo is. I just, I just, dude. I just had like 80 fucking shirts made, and I gotta sell these fucking things. I don't know what to do. I don't. I don't care about those eighty shirts. I want one of the new ones. <laughs> help me liquid. Help me liquidate the old ones so I can get new ones. I wouldn't get I one. Do that. Right. I could do that. We. I'll sell. I'll sell them at fucking cost just to just to get new ones. 
That's what you do then. Do, do a buy a new one, get an old one at, at half price. Yeah, I, I can do that, but then I got to. Yeah, man. Look <laughs> at that. Marketing 101. Yeah. <laughs> right? Buy the new one, get a retro. Yeah. <laughs> I, why, are, why are shirts 40 bucks? I don't know. <laughs> shit jason's are <laughs> no they're not they're five they're 35 yeah oh, 30, no, they're 30, they're 30. the only fucking shirts i have that are 40 on my dry fits my hoodies are 40 bucks oh dude you gotta jack your prices up for them hoodies man mine is 65 yeah well i, I mean i get them Ow. cheap so why, <laughs> am gonna, why am i gonna kill it well, yeah, I, see, I don't get mine a champion, so like they're good. I, no, I can get you champion quality. I can get you whatever hoodies you want, and I can get them printed cheap. I can do probably champion hoodies. What I pay probably about twenty one bucks printed, two colors front back. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna PayPal you after this. <laughs> I'm not the paying. Shipping, I'm the not, shipping's gonna kill you though. I'm not paying no, Jason no, any more than twenty five bucks for a champion hoodie from now on. <laughs> 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 He should be giving it to you for a sponsor, bro. Uh, he does enough for me for sponsoring. He's he's oh, on this po- he's on this podcast enough with me. Um, he uh, so your podcast, dude, popular in Europe, huh? Uh, <laughs> listen, listen. If What's you that? guys if you guys don't know, the only reason why it's popular in in Denmark or or the Netherlands is because of Esme. That is it. Really? That's the only reason. Dude, with her following, when we did that, she, like, put it on Instagram, like, every day for a week. And her episode is sitting at, like, 330 or 35 listens. Um, The next closest one to that is the first one I did with Jason sitting at 105. Mine probably got, like, four. Uh, um, three, and three of them were probably my mom no <laughs> no you know um you know once once the like the past oh, man i don't know like the last month maybe two months or so the the podcast has really been picking up like i've kind of watched all the numbers on all the episodes jumping like 10 or 20 listens in that time so pretty much the average um is about 55 somewhere around there. Some, some are 60 ish, some are 70, some are 80. Um, and then there's a couple of like Aaron Knox's episode is only like 45, 46. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would have thought it would have been less than that. I mean, who wants to listen to her? <laughs> well, there, there was, I had to, I had to post it a second time in pain assassins to kind of bump the numbers up. Cause um, he, he was, he was a little, he was a little in the feels that the numbers weren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so had, to, had to push the numbers up a little bit for him um but no no i mean you know uh and i don't know how how true that email that i got was um but i mean it was from a, a podcast like tracking site i did go and look at it kind of deal um but yeah that's that's only because of esme doing like 330 listens so yeah, that, that's that's why we have her doing our coding videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's, listen, I, I need to I need to I need to have Esme on a little bit. Maybe I need to get rid of Jason. Just have Esme co-host with me. 
just tell her, just put a camera on and why she works. And, and yeah, she hasn't even got to talk. talk. Yeah. She got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that, that was that was kind of fun to see that. But uh, like I said, I know it's just because of her video. Um, but, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten a couple of comments from some of the guys over there um, because because of her video, because of her posting it. And then they messaged me, said that was a good, good video or a good podcast because um, we didn't do video with her, um, but they liked it. So cool deal. I'll take it. Yeah, right on. Yeah. <clears throat> like Greg Masterson would say, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, oh, exactly. No, you did not. <laughs> Oh man. oh man the shit i've been reading on the five minutes i spent on facebook i'm like okay i'm shutting this crap off <laughs> <laughs> bro facebook is ridiculous right now <laughs> yo here we go here we go uh, so what's ridiculous about facebook what okay, isn't ridiculous about facebook yeah. that's why that's why i had to result back to memes because I, you know, <laughs> it goes back. To, it goes back to the second I open my mouth, I'm gonna lose a shit ton of business. Because every motherfucker is gonna hate me. Every motherfucker on Facebook will hate me. Because <laughs> fuck everybody and their opinions. Right. <laughs> opinions are right. assholes. Everybody's got one. If yeah. you're gonna be a dick about your opinion, then keep your fucking opinion to yourself. You know, right. no, no one, no one wants to talk to a dick except yeah. the hoe. And that's gonna that's gonna be especially hard, Tommy, for you because you want to, you know, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast about, you know, it's hard to say things because people might take it the wrong way because you probably want to respond to that person, but again, how do you do it without coming off like an asshole? So, <laughs> oh, exactly. said- which again is why I had to resort to memes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a funny story about this shit because I made a comment about all the political bullshit, you know, that we we're having, and I I get a lot of detail from my local town page, and uh-huh. I made a comment about a specific person in my town, and all of a sudden, like, all my customers were like, "Oh, you're you hate people, this and that." And I'm like, "She's the one causing the problems." And bringing people outside our town into our town and, and, and causing controversy. I was like, I'm calling her out on it. Right. Like, I don't hate her. I just think she needs people need to know who's doing it. And everybody's like, oh, I'm, I mean, I lost a lot of people, a lot of customers. But ironically, I gained a lot more customers that actually are down to pay for money. I'm doing more coding than I ever have. Nice. Because of, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. Tons of work. And it's just like, I lost the cheap people yeah. and I got the people with more money. I have less clients, but I'm making more money. I don't really care. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, that's living the dream right there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's like that's like I try (laughs) to tell that's like I try to tell some of the the guys around here that that I'm buddies with, you know, when they they kind of get upset or bitch and moan about like, you know, the four hundred dollar coding guy or the $600 coding guy. And I try to tell him like, you don't want that person as a client anyway. So look, what do you, what do you care? Let that guy go deal with the the person that's too cheap and only wants to spend four or 500 bucks. Because if you do do their car, they're just going to be a nightmare client. They're going to come back for every little thing that is wrong. So yeah. I mean, the people that are willing to pay the money, they know, they know what's going on. And more times than not, 
you never see him again. I mean, I got, I got a guy with a brand new Mustang, Cobra Mustang, you know, really nice, yeah. $80,000 car. And we talked for like an hour. And I was going to do his car, but then the moment he's like, well, I don't want to leave my keys with you. I don't trust you. I'm like, you don't trust me? For what? I'm like, I have to move your car. I have a small garage. I'm going to have to move it around a little bit. Right. You know? well, this is at my old house now. You know? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to move it around. He's like, well, I'll, you can call me and come move it. I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you right now. You don't trust me. I don't trust you. I don't yeah. want you as a customer. I don't want to coat your car. Hey, ceramic chrome Burbank is right down the street. Go to them. I'm sure it's going to be about 3,500 bucks. Yeah. Call them. I was like, I was only charging like 1,500 bucks. You know, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't something crazy. The paper, it wasn't that bad. You know, it was black. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. But, right, right. You know, I was like, I'm out. You have fun. He's like, you're going to say no to money? Yeah, I'm going to say no to money. I don't you need your problems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes that's the better the better option. They say money don't buy happiness, you know, but yeah. it can in the past. Yeah, it really can. Yeah. Did you did you go did you go back and show him all the way more expensive cars that you've done and had no issues with people leaving keys? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bro, I have three hundred thousand dollar Austin Martins yeah. from Austin Martin, not even a dealer car from Austin Martin headquarters. Right, coming here and getting coded. I got cars coming off trailers that are worth, you know, stupid money. Right. And it's just like, you know, some I can't even show. I can't even talk about. Oh. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still waiting for the day that I get somebody that's like, you can't tell anybody about this. I haven't done one. Of, I haven't done I one have, of those cars yet. Oh, Toyota commercials and all that. When I built up with all this stuff, all types. Yeah. Like they'll put little red stickers over your phone, your your speed, your your cameras. Oh wow. You know, and stuff so you can't and if they see your phone out, they come check your phone. Like real high, high security. I mean like paid high security. Yeah. Watching. Nice. I mean it's funny, it's like a five million dollar Toyota camera. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Toyota camera. Yeah, it's 2026 is Toyota Camry. It's worth a lot of money. It's yeah. Not even available to see it. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, Tommy, yes. what's what's going to happen with Angel Wax this year other than doing some trainings? Anything anything new, anything crazy, anything special that you yeah, like, um, you know, can we get a little taste? Well, because 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 Rick, Rick, Rick can't hold anything in. Um, graphene, <laughs> you know, gra- graphene is graphene is the thing yeah. that's captured everybody. That's captured everybody's attention right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, from mm. what I've seen, it looks like it looks like we have something pretty uh, pretty good. That will be. Uh, I'll be talking about it at the uh, at the event in March. All right. No, is I'll it? Is it because? I'm still. I have a question. I have a quick question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Are we gonna have some of that to play with in March? Yeah. Oh, nice. I've been, <laughs> I've, I've been so busy working. I've been meaning to ask. So I, mean, I figured I'd ask <laughs> now. That way we can at least. Hey, everybody, come, come play right, with some right. graphene. I'm not still. I'm still not completely sold on graphene or graphene coatings. I mean, everybody's just sprinkling it in. 
you know, and calling it a graphene infused or a graphene coating or whatever. So I got graphene tire shine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> is, is, is this, and, and again, this is from what I understand with, I don't know if you guys saw the video that Jason Otterson, uh, our Otterness um, from the Chicago Auto Pros did where he actually went to Dr. Beasley's and talked with the chemists and they were talking about the whole graphene ceramic deal. And they were talking about how there's not really a way to bond it yet so that you get that absolute full coverage. So have you guys, do you know if it's, if you guys have found a way to do that or have you guys come up with a way to do that? So what I, what I can tell you, so the, la the last version that we had was full graphene. It was a full graphene coating. Okay. And the problem that we had was bonding. Yeah. Um, I, got it, I got it to bond to the hood of my, my red Silverado. Uh -huh. um, but that was it. I couldn't get it to bond to any other part of the truck. And uh, who's yeah. behind you? She's, she's coming in. <laughs> she's, coming in <laughs> she's coming in her, for, and, her, uh, for her time on the camera. Nice. And, uh, and, uh, we gave it to one of our other, uh, one of our other Genesis installers and he got it and he couldn't get it to bond to anything. Mm -hmm. So we scrapped it. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it, it is what it is until they can figure out how to do that. Yeah. So what we did this time is the graphing coding that we have is Genesis, but it's, it's more along the lines of what they did with Kenzo. Okay. But, but on a whole different level. Okay. Can I, it's, I can't speak on it, so um, but it is. Anybody really knows that to our chemist John Hogg is because you know I know we're on the podcast, so people should know this. You know, um, you can go message him. We're, our our chemist is an open book, so if you have a question, you can contact our chemist. We don't hide our chemist like other companies. Right. But I can yeah, tell you, over the years of working with John, he does not let anything out on the market that is not foolproof. He'll, he'll strap and throw the whole idea away over and over. Right. I mean, I had an issue with glass painter. He, he helped me figure that one out and change that so it doesn't dry as fast. Oh, nice. I mean, just, you know, yeah, I mean, he scrapped the last one and it, he scrapped the last one and it took a year for him to, to get, to get this one out. So and my last, yeah, my last conversation with him, he said, I'm not going to bring it to market until I know it's foolproof. Right. So is there, what's, what's longevity expectancy on that? Cause obviously graphene is stupid strong. I mean, they're talking something, well, you know, I mean, a true graphene coating could last 10 plus years. We're, we're still in the very early testing phases. So, uh, you know, that's not something that I can tell you. I mean, right. what we're going to put out right now is going to be a minimum of five years because at the end of the day, it's still Genesis. Genesis. Right. Okay. So you're looking at five, you know, maybe seven, you know, it's, it's right. kind of, it's kind of hard to say. John's one of those people that'll tell you like, like, even if you ask him about if it's nine H or this or that, or how hard is it? All he'll tell you is it's as hard as the substrate that you're putting it on. Right. Because that's all that matters. Yeah. So, you know, long longevity, we just, we're not, we're not quite sure yet, but we'll have a better estimate when we're ready to bring it to market. I got you. I'm just curious because I don't know the, the more I the more I think about and you know I mean I'm just going to throw this out there and see maybe what you guys think about it is you know the the coatings you know you know kind of seem like five six years ago they were like you know pretty much everything was a two-year right and then the technology kind of got to like a four-year five-year 
and now it's kind of moving to like a five-year, seven-year. Um, my thought process, and, and I think about this on like all the cars that I do, right? Because my clients will keep them for two or three years and then they trade them in. Right. You know? So now you think about like that car's got a five-year coating on it or seven-year coating on it, or eventually we get to like 10-year coatings or whatever. Um, and now it's sitting on the dealership lot you know, somebody goes and buys it used, doesn't know it's got a coating on it because maybe there's not a sticker in it or the dealership doesn't know or whatever. And now they bring it to their detailer, you know, hey, I want to get a coating. And now you're trying to like, you know, I've seen your guys's videos on on Genesis, you know, 3000 grit sandpaper is <laughs> hardly making a dent. And you're the detail that that's trying to like, cut into it and put your coating on top of it that might not bond so like that's where i think you know as a detailer as these coatings start getting like you know crazy lifespans you know what's that gonna do you know on the used car market and then us as detailers that you know hey we book a job we're expecting to make that money on it and then come to find out it's got something on it already that you can't remove or can't code over. And now you've, you know, you've lost that, that time you've lost that job or whatever. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. You know, and I, and I don't know, that's a, that's an excellent point. And that's probably not something that anybody really thought of at the, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, like as far as over in the UK, I, I imagine that they hold onto their cars long enough to, yeah, and you're you're right. It seems it over seems like 100% over here 100% different. I right. I, I a year a year is a long time for me to hold on to a car. Right. Yeah, we saw that so, in like the past yeah. year. Going through like four cars. <laughs> right. I mean, I have one client. I have one client that he he gets. It seems like he's getting a new car every two years. I mean, and he wants a coating on it, and I do it. You know, but it's like you know, I start thinking like, okay, man, I'm gonna feel real sorry for the person that buys this car from him when he trades it in because you know if he doesn't if they don't know it's got a coating on it they're going to take it to their detailer and it's you know going to be you know no fun kind of deal um again it's just something but i think you're right it seems like over overseas in europe and japan and things like that they do keep cars you know they drive them into the ground pretty much I mean, if it's if it's if you take it to a detailer and if it's sitting on a lot, if it got beat up, then yeah, it's gonna have swirl marks or something. But, uh, I mean, if it doesn't, if it's clean and glass, why would you take it to somebody to get coated? I mean, a, a pro should know that. Hey, this is coated. No. I fall back on people are stupid. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> people are very fucking stupid. It's very true. People are. Stupid. <laughs> So, I mean, you, you never know. I mean, it, listen, the guy buys the car, everybody in the group, in the Facebook group for that car that he just bought is like, you got to get a coating on it. You got to get a coating on it. So he doesn't right. know any better or she doesn't know any better. And, you know, now they're Googling detail shops and, you know, now you've got that, that car you're trying to figure out what to do with. Um, Vincent, are you drinking a White Claw? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> I quit drinking hard booze. You're getting your white girl wasted. I quit drinking hard booze and I don't, I don't, I hate beer. He needs to open his eyes. I can't, bro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> takes a long time for 30 minutes to pass. You just sit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be 5.30. I'm sitting here. I don't want to go in early. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you smoking right now, Vincent? Not right now. I'm done. Oh, I'm good. I'm chilling. <laughs> That's why his eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm right there behind him, man. I'm telling you what. Oh, you should you should see Bruno when he gets high. It's <laughs> Yo, he's got a video of it. Nice. We've been watching it happen slowly but surely. Yeah. Yeah, right now. But yeah. when I was no, when we were in Louisiana, that was a whole different ball game. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Vincent's a bad influence. <laughs> well, I also I also brought stuff from here. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, Vincent's a bad influence. <laughs> that influence. <laughs> They got that shit had me hearing shit. <laughs> oh, he thought the wall was moving all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you guys a video. I'll find it. <laughs> um. So we didn't we didn't talk about Camp Cormie. Were we gonna talk about Camp Cormie? Because I, sure. I well that was part of it. Well, yeah. I mean, I because I I talked to both Bill and and Cormie and yeah. You know, the- I'm actually really excited for Tommy to get to work with Cormie. Because Tommy's never actually worked with Cormie. He's met Cormie. Yeah. You know, but never physically worked with Cormie. Right. So we're chastity about because he touches a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bill Martin told me last time I was there. He never touched me. Though. He was just touching Bill. Yeah. There's many <laughs> witnesses. They have a special relationship. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm, that's one thing I'm excited for Tommy to get into a camp more painters because Carmi taught me a lot. I mean, and I'm not saying I was a, a slack when I was when I went there either. You know, I, right. I've been talking he taught me more of a modern day approach because you know I was old school. I was a rotary man. Was, right. Yeah. I, he just taught me the newer ways and the techniques, and I just took it around with it. I was like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. But I'm excited for Tommy to learn. And that's the that's the beauty of of you know we talked about this before, Jason. That's the beauty of kind of all the new technology with pads and chemicals and things like that is you can do a better cut with a DA than you can with a rotary sometimes. Um, you know, with less chance of damage. Well, the reason why is you're getting a lot more water based paints, whereas a lot of old school guys, you know, it was oil based paints yeah. that were. Yep. And and we're we're cutting and grinding and it didn't matter. It was all single stage. I mean, right. You're just ripping through it. It didn't matter. But now I mean when you get these modern day paints, they're so thin. I mean, really thin. Yeah. You put a rotary on it. I mean, I've seen it. Brand new, brand new Toyotas. I mean, I put my rotary on it, and granted it was okay. thank God it was a commercial car. My boss paid to have it painted, but right. I, I, I ripped right through paint in two seconds trying to oh. get some scratches out. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the of the whole deal, too, is working with people and learning from people um which goes back to like when i said i'm not a paint correction guy so every time i get the chance to do these events i always take something away from there that i didn't know before and that's that's why i push for these events more and more because that's the best way to learn as far as i'm concerned and i don't care how old i am i'm older than half the people that come to these events and uh they can run circles around me and i'd rather just learn from them and be offended by them you know what I mean? right so so what i'm getting out of what you just said is you're charging people to come and train you how to do stuff so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes well you know and i don't i don't know if you know but at our trainings we don't do we don't bring we don't whip out polishers it's straight coatings 
Oh, okay. People that come to our trainings don't pay to learn how to do us. something they already know how to do. Right. That's that's my big pet peeve about, you know, everybody's like, you got to do a training for this. You got to do a training for that. And I'm kind of like, and I'm not, you know, tooting my horn or saying whatever, but why am I going to go to your training to learn what I already know how to do? Unless it's something crazy that, you know, it's a specific, you know, paint correction style style training but you know most of these coatings they want to train you how to do paint correction first before you do a coating yeah and that was my biggest thing when we started talking about doing this in the first place right that was i you know i i made it a point to tell rick and and all of these guys you know we're not training people to do paint correction i expect them to already have that knowledge when they come to learn how to do a coating yeah if they want to learn how to do paint correction that's a whole different that's a whole different deal and even if they know how to do coatings that's all fine and good, but you know, every coating is, has little different nuances, which is right. why they recommend going to the trainings in the first place. So I don't care if you can install four or five of these other different coatings. I guarantee you not one of them is going to be the same as ours. So right. you know, that's, but we're not going to treat you like a child and be like, well, you need to you know, show this so you can do this first. Yeah. We're going to, you know, assume. And to be honest, you know, we try to vet people too. If someone says that they want to come to an event, we're going to, you know, we're going to check them out a little bit. Right. That's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, when you, when you were talking about, you know, you, if they're going to come to your event, you're not going to train them on paint correction because they should already know that. And I'm sure you guys are already looking at their work to see if their paint correction is on a level to, to be able to throw a coating on it because again you know there's a lot of people who do paint correction work but at the end of the day you put a light on it it's still got some micro marring and some hazing to it and things like that you don't want to throw right. it on top of and lock in um so yeah that's that's good that you guys kind of do that checking them yeah, out. i mean I, I i do like for vegas for example i told people because you know if cormy's coming a lot of people do want to learn this you know each of magnificent work constantly Right. And I said, if you want to learn the paint correction, we're correcting the car the day before. So come if you early. want to come, bring your polisher yeah, and you come the day before. That's and cool. we're not charging you for an extra day. Right. You just come and, and I mean, you're helping us at this point. I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. Get up and get, to get ready. Yeah. So, I want I mean, the next invite. So let me let me ask you something, because, you know, you're Tommy, you were talking about, you know, again, it doesn't matter if you've done two coatings, four coatings, 15 coatings, they're, they're all different in, in some way, shape or form. So, cause that made me think, you know, I mean, obviously here in Florida, we have high humidity, you know, high temps, you know, coatings flash so fast here um, that a lot of times it is a wipe on and wipe off. You don't get that, you know, two minute flash time or seven minute flash time or, you know, anywhere in between. So as a, trainer or as a somebody who puts on trainings would you suggest to people like maybe come to a training that is in somewhere that's close to your climate so you kind of get a feel when you're learning it or do you think you know somebody is going to go to las vegas but maybe they live in new england you know the flash times might be you know way different they're still going to kind of get a decent enough feel for it or should they maybe like wait for like an Ohio one where maybe it's cold and whatnot? I always recommend trying to do a, uh, do a training closer to where you're at for that reason. But if they can't and they insist on coming to one, then what we, we try to, 
we try to give them as much information as possible. So, right. you know, we always, we always encourage questions to the whole thing. And that's a pretty common question. And I always try to have someone from that area there. Okay. So, so they, you know, right. when we go to these trainings, there's always more than one trainer or more than one installer so that they can just like this one coming in, in, in March, you know, I've got, there's like five other installers that are coming just, just to come Okay. so that they can do, to give their input for, for where they're at. You know what I mean? Right. Just right. To give different. Ideas. Right. No, that's, yeah, that's I, mean, pretty, yeah, I, I recommend, I recommend doing that for sure. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Cause I mean, that's one of the first things I learned, um, you know, doing a titanium coating and titanium coatings flash way faster than, than an SIO2 coating. And when I first did it, you know, I'm waiting four minutes or whatever. And then it's, not coming off, you know, or leveling down. Thankfully, titanium, you could reactivate it by, by adding, you know, more product to it. And I was able to do that, but, um, you know, that, that was definitely a learning curve that I didn't know in the beginning because they were just like, here, slap this coating on, you know, you know how to do a coating. And I'm like, yeah, I know how to do a coating. And, you know, but again, (laughs) different coatings react differently and, and flash differently. And, and and things like that and i know your guys isn't isn't you know uh, i know your guys is a single layer coating versus a double layer but even some of the double layer ones you know you put that second coating on and it's going to flash even faster because it's it's already got right. a base down um so that's good to know um that people can do that yeah i mean i will i will tell you that our coating is not forgiving so yeah I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some mishaps. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that Austin Martin at the, I did. Uh, at the booth. I was in there polishing a high spot. Yeah. I remember you, you said you were doing it like well, the, the night yeah, before, I, the, I had, the morning I had, 12, I had 12 hours with the car. Yeah. I literally had 12 hours and I literally needed to go to sleep so I could load it in the trailer so it could leave and I can drive or fly to Vegas. Right. But, and we were all still new with the product. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had one high spot. I mean, I was just like, and you had it. And if I didn't take it off, then I would have been sanded. Wow. <laughs> but, but, but would that have worked? Because I've seen some videos. Where yeah. So um, I, we, we, I noticed some people have done it and it, it, you probably have to take it down to close to 2000, maybe even 1500. Okay. To, to get a good high spot out. Yeah. You know, don't, don't get crazy, but you will, you will need to repolish the whole car. Nice. That sounds fun. It won't remove. It will not remove the coating. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you won't, won't remove the coating. But you'll have to polish. I'm not, I'm not saying go grab like the heaviest <laughs> cut you can, and and I'm saying go grab some polish and and, and finish it up, or you know at least that panel because you are going to see your marks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's stuff that I'll show everybody in trainings. I mean, I've worked with it. I've I've had mishaps. I've had people have mishaps. I've, I've talked to people through it. So right. I mean, we we we're, talk with all the yeah, we're very proud. I mean, if you do it right, I mean, I know people are getting an extra. I mean, that person is small. I'm not gonna say names, but he's getting an extra car a week. Wow. Out of out of switching. Wow. To from a two layer coating that has to wait four hours in between or two hours or whatever the damn flat time. Yeah, is. because you can you you can technically do it way faster. I mean, I <clears throat> I've been kind of boasting the the two cars i did monday and tuesday now granted they were they were what i what i call my hyper polish so it's it's 
like a one step with a with a pot so like i actually cut it and then polish it versus using like an aio or like a one-step type process but it's still done like quickly right like i'm not pain correcting i'm just trying to get 70 percent defects out mostly the swirls and the the micro the, the the lighter stuff um and then i slapped a one layer of a uk 3.0 on it just to give them 12 months you know five six hours to do those cars each um so i mean yeah i mean doing one layer you can definitely crank one car out in a day and oh, yeah. and do multiples well i mean if you're doing a, a one-year coating i mean go with legacy titanium coating it's super simple quick easy i mean yeah if, Again, if you get a high spot, even 24 hours later, you can agitate it and relevel it. I yeah, mean, I remember. Yeah, I remember you're telling me that. And I was actually talking with um, Dean, um, and I'm, I apologize to Dean. I'm probably going to butcher his name again. Ferrantos. He's up in uh, Canada. Ferrantados. Um, yeah, Ferrantados. Yeah. Um, yeah, super cool guy. We actually did a, a joint podcast um, the other day that he's going to edit and put out and. <laughs> And um and he, he him and I were talking about the the angel coatings, um you know and he and he told me he's like he's like look man he's like just why don't you just grab, you just grab some some uh, legacy or whatever and I and I remember when I talked to Vincent at Vegas Vincent's like dude I mean like I know Genesis is the shit but legacy <laughs> shit <laughs> you know he's like he's like if you know you don't want to be you know if you don't want to be uh, uh you know, an installer or whatever. He's like, just get that. So I might have to jump on that. Um, because again, uh, I can't, I can't get over how easy that is to apply. Right. And remove it's, it's, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what everybody said so far. And, and I just, you know, throwing, throwing a single layer <laughs> of, of, of UK on for like a one year is kind of nice. Cause again, like I, I can do, what I did to those two cars this week. And that's something I didn't really push last year or the year before. Like I'm just selling top tier coatings and sometimes that's not in people's budget and I'm missing out on a lot of money. You know, realistically those two cars I did this week, I made the same amount of money as I would have if I had charged top dollar. And I did both of those cars in roughly, you know, 10 to 12 hours combined versus sitting on one car for 20 hours ish or more doing you know a high-end thing um so i i you know definitely the the one layer speaks volumes after doing it now so yeah i have to get with you guys and, and order up a bottle of legacy and give it a try um, Same here. see how it is um, i'm telling you right now like um i'm not even exaggerating but i can probably put the one layer coating on as fast as a good carnival life. Right. Yeah, and especially especially if you're, you know, if you're in a humidity or an environment that you can do a wipe on, wipe off, or you know, put it on one panel, put it on the next panel, and then wipe off. Yeah, I mean, that's, right. You know, it's been kind of it's been kind of cool here and the 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 humidity's been low enough that that's kind of how I've been working the past couple of days is I'll do put it on like the fender, then put it on the door, take the fender off, go put it on the back door and then take the front door off, then put it on the back fender. And I've been able to do it like that versus if it's August, 
you know, even with my little AC machine on and you know, I'm still like putting it on and wiping it off right away kind of deal. Um, I mean, if it's, if it's that hot and humid, I'm pretty sure you could probably do two panels. Yeah. You know, without, without hesitation. But right. If you, <laughs> you had like Cormy shop, which is damn perfect, you know, like yeah, temperature wise, yeah. like, and no humidity. I mean, even though he's in Louisiana, no humidity. Yeah. I mean, you can probably put legacy on the whole fucking car oh, and, wow. and, and wipe it off. Wow. Damn. You know what I mean? It's that, it's that easy to use. Wow. It's very forgiving. And then if you get a high spot, guess what? Reactivate. It's no big deal. Yeah, that's the beauty of a, of a TIO too. You know, you can well, always reactivate. Well, when I tested it, so I got a, I actually have the panel somewhere, but um, I actually put it on and I put a, you know, like little rectangles and I put times on it. Yeah. I put my timer on and I did like five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, 20 minutes. I did like up to an hour. Then I was like, okay, three hours, five hours, a day, two days. And even after two days, I still reactivate it and wipe it off. The level. Right. And I think, I think you told me that in, 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 uh, in Vegas too. I think you told me like you could do, you could leave it overnight and then come back and reactivate it if you needed to. If you, if, if you happen to, yes. You could. Yeah. And then, and then didn't you say you can, you can layer legacy if you wanted to, right? Or, you, or is that layer legacy on top of Genesis? I can't remember. No, you can, you can layer legacy. Okay. Yeah. And you yeah. said you could do that like six months down the line or a year yeah. down the line or something. And, whenever, it, and, whenever it'll still, yeah, and it'll still, still bond to it. Even the um, same with our wheel coatings too. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause I know a lot of, a lot of <clears> wheel coatings don't don't last very long and then you know some of them don't rebond if you try to reapply right that's why you got to go back to the fun, fundamentals of keeping it simple because it's like yeah all these people that put eclipse on these rims and shit well if it wears off good luck getting that eclipse off yeah let's we'll go buy a new set of rims <laughs> yeah. that's why that's why i i usually only put eclipse on my customers would track cars because I know it's going to hold up to the, the, the abuse that they're going to put them through. And, it, and, right. it's, and at the end of the day, it's a, it's a track car. So, I mean, they're going to go through rims and, or sell it and buy a new one kind of deal. Right. Um, yeah. So what else, what else are we going to talk about? We can talk about Daytona. What's going on in Daytona. No, that's, that's the first time I met Tommy. Uh, the truck show. That was the first time I met Tommy too. Was it? Yep. Was was he drunk walking around like he was in Tahunga? Uh, no. I don't. I don't know. Um, he was kind of busy when I, cause I, I bought some stuff off of a uh, Rowan, and um, so when I got there, Tommy was kind of. I think it was, cause I went Sunday, and I kind of, I Sunday was like the half day, and I think Tommy was loading up, ready to get the hell out of Dodge. Um, didn't it rain on something it rained on something yeah yeah towards the end i that was that was when i left i saw the rain coming i was like oh i'm from florida (laughs) i know what that cloud looks like peace out everybody (laughs) i I got to the car just in time for it to start pouring on everybody we ended up staying overnight me and ashley my wife we were gonna go drive back to to tampa and it was raining so bad we just stayed in daytona yeah yeah because you guys went saturday right Cause I missed you. Yeah. I went cause I was busy Saturday. So yeah. I went Sunday. Yeah, we were there on Saturday. Yeah. But yeah. Some of the best tacos I've had in Florida were in Daytona. Yeah. 
Where Dude, I tried so hard that night to find a damn taco joint because I was trying to get everybody to go to dinner and I couldn't find I can't a fucking remember. taco I don't, joint. I don't, I don't remember the name of the place, but it was walking distance from the little hotel I was at. Nice. I don't okay. want those around here. I'll be LA. <laughs> Good taco joints everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So, so do you, so here's a, here's a question on everybody's mind. Cause obviously, uh, <clears throat> We are missing MTE Orlando this weekend. Boo. Um, you think SEMA's gonna happen? Yeah, absolutely. Good. It's probably absolutely. gonna be it's probably gonna be very limited, but it'll probably it's gonna, happen. It's gonna be it's gonna be limited. They're they're working it out, but they've already started prepping the uh, convention center for that. Oh, okay, cool. That should be fun. Uh, we've we've already we've already rebooked our spot. Nice. I think it's the same one too, which means that we got a badass island spot. Yeah, yeah. You guys had a nice little spot when I went in 19. You guys were Yeah, it'll be better. It'll be better. Yeah, it'll be better this year because I think we don't I don't think we have to share it with anybody this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna I think there's gonna be no sides to us. We're just gonna be our own little section. Yeah. Oh nice. I think so. You're gonna have kind of like the same size as you did. Um, are you yeah, are you going bigger? Be I think it's gonna be bigger, isn't it? I, you know what? I haven't confirmed with Rick yet. I think la last year was the first. It was twenty by twenty. Yeah, it's, it's it was twenty by thirty. The one that we reserved before uh -huh. it canceled. Right. Okay. Yeah, because when I went nineteen, I think yeah, you guys had a was that a twenty by twenty you guys had? You guys were tucked yeah. back in that corner. Yeah. 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 So that'd be nice. I, I think I think the point is to put a, a car outside instead of inside. <laughs> it was, you know, it'll be more fundamentally better. Yeah. Well, it's going to be big enough. We could probably have two, or maybe a car and a bike. Nice. Are you guys still going to have that big tent? Because it was a little dark, and under the tent with that car. We'll be a little more prepared. We'll have the tent, but more lighting. There you go. Yeah, we well, just got we just tent. got the tent that point at that point. Oh okay. Yeah, I have the tent. I have the tent here, but that it was that was its first time out. Oh okay. That's cool. I'm glad I got to see her first. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see my first high spot. <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot of firsts. That was the first time we had a car in our booth. Nice. Yeah, first that time. Was that was first donated time. by Austin Martin too. First yeah. time. First time releasing a coding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't even really released at that point, right? You guys were just kind of showing it off. Right. Yeah. We were just letting people know it was coming. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I don't know. What else? What else, Jason? I'm Jason's getting now. Jason's getting sleepy. He's starting to he's starting, oh, dude, starting to chill. Yeah. <laughs> he's run out of things to say. <laughs> um Let's see if I can think of something else real quick. Uh, oh, I know what we can do, Jason. Since we got both of these guys on, we can yeah. we can hit up the uh, talk shit about Noxie segment. <laughs> That's always a fun time. Anybody want to talk shit about Noxie? Redheaded fucking. <laughs> I I'll be honest, man. I, I have. Nothing negative to say about that man, but I can just make he's, he's, he's been he's been pretty uh he's been pretty quiet lately. It's, he makes it hard to <laughs> he does 
to say yeah, anything. It's hard to, he doesn't give us no ammo to like come at him with. You know? Oh, we got plenty though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take him what? Two seasons to get on this damn podcast finally? I mean, three. Three. three yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. Slacker. He, listen, he was into he, like the real podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> he, he did have a good reason. And, and I totally appreciate why he why he did it and why he took so long well i mean it, it takes a long time to recover from an addictomy so yeah that is true <laughs> <laughs> jason <laughs> sorry noxie <laughs> no doesn't matter he doesn't listen anyways right he's too, he's too busy he is being bougie yeah, he's too busy cutting his counting his fucking lucky charms. <laughs> See that? I killed two batteries talking to you guys. Jeez, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> Vincent keeps muting himself because he's out walking around. <laughs> fucking meeple. Yeah. He was downstairs in the garage. I don't know why he didn't show you the belt. It was like right there. All right. Yeah, Vincent. What the hell's up with that? Now, now, now he's back in the house. Yeah. Hey, Maybe I'll never still white claw on your computer. And it out. <laughs> hey, you were in your garage. Why didn't you show us the belt? He can't hear us anymore. Um, dude, no, hold on. The, the white claw <laughs> took out his right. audio. <laughs> <laughs> it did. <laughs> all right well, well we're waiting for vincent to get his white claw cleaned up um, <laughs> um what else tommy you got an, anything okay so graphene anything changing with uh anything else you got any is is, is graphene the only thing you guys are working towards uh, you know, I can't say I can't say too much, but we um, product availability will be much easier, um, not too much farther down the road. Oh, sweet! Um, we will have a lot less unavailability, I guess is how you can say it. Gotcha. Um, you guys are finally ditching FedEx, so you can actually get your shit here on time. <laughs> well, uh, no, we're actually going to have enough shit here to to not have to worry about it. That's awesome. Yeah, I know you guys had some real problems um, with FedEx. For the, that's why that's why I mentioned it. Yeah, you know, if, it, and it's not. It was all of them: FedEx, yeah. UPS, DHL. They were all sucking some big hairy ones. Right. Um, but again, a lot of that comes back to Brexit too. Is is still fucking a lot of things up. So. Um, we we're, we're working out a deal to warehouse products here. Oh, nice! That'll be yeah, good. yeah. So that's that's one of the major things that we've been working on. Um, other than that, you know, I'm not even sure what's in the pipeline. Like, you know, the, the man's brain is always like this, and right, right. Um, there's only, there's only a few of them allowed in, at the at the factory, so he's always just working, doing stuff. You right. know, between. Because it, it goes, and- yeah, because I mean, it goes back to, you know, like what we were saying earlier. I mean, the, the industry changes so rapidly and so much, you know, and when you see, 
you know, brands that have great products that really like, why would you change them? But at the same time, like, you know, is there a need or, or an urgency to maybe bring out something new or whatever just to, or, you know, do you play the Maguire's role and just roll with, you know, 105 and 205 for 80 years? <laughs> kind of do. I kind of I I feel like that's how people would look at us, but I do know that there are, there are a couple items that are missing from our, from our uh, lineup. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, a, a good solid APC, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and and a, and, a, and a waterless wash. I think is one of the one of the biggest things that I've been asked for, right? The most, um, and and I and I'm pretty sure that that one of those is at least in the pipeline. I do know that we have an APC. Um, it's just not been made available here. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not really. I'm not really quite sure why um but uh i'm sure they have their reasons right but that's that's something that's something that could be in the pipeline too you know i again i don't a lot of times they don't tell me something until it's ready to be released right yeah no that's cool and that's and that's just kind of how he is you know he's somewhat of a perfectionist you know like like vincent said he won't let anything go unless he's pretty solid about it and I mean, that's a good way to, to do it, right? I mean, you don't want to push something just to push it. You know, Jason Jason says it all the time. Uh, wait, Jason? No, I don't think Jason said it. Um, somebody else, somebody else I, I talk with um, mentioned, you know, with this whole, you know, everybody's coming out with graphene because, you know, they kind of may, you know, is it because of FOMO, you know, right? You know, but do you rush do you rush something because you you're worried or do you do it right so that's that's cool that that you know the the guys behind it are doing it to do it right and not just rushing it and i feel like that's what what i feel like that was what happened with that with the first with the first run of the graphene that we did when it was the full graphene and i i feel like we 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 uh I feel like rushed it is a, is a good, is a good word for that because that was the word the market was going and it was the yeah. hot boom. it was like the hot thing at that point because it was like right there on the on the on the tip of every, everybody's tongues. Yeah. So, so so why not? Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that we went the route that we did and I'm glad that he scrapped it for as long as he did. While meanwhile he's been working on it this whole time and we had no idea. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people have been working on it for a while, but you know, whether it works or it doesn't, or whether they're just, you know, again, you know, fear of missing out, they're pushing it. Right. Um, I feel very fortunate. I've got, I've got some buddies that, you know, are like, dude, I got to get a graphene coating. And I'm like, but why? Like, it's not, it's not there yet. You know, and they're like, cause I'm getting calls every day for it. And you know, people, that's all they want and blah, 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 blah. And, and I try to tell them like, you know, Hey, you know, if you educate your clients, you know, you should be able to make that sale either way. And, and right. th- thankfully, you know, knock on wood, I'm not really getting calls for graphene. Um, I've had a couple of my really good clients ask me about it. They even told me like, listen, if you don't have it, we'll order it, you know, we'll get it off of Amazon or whatever and, and put it on. But, you know, when I educate them about, where it's at right now they're then they change their mind and they're like okay well we'll just roll with whatever you've got kind of deal um 
so I, I've been very, very fortunate with that, I guess. And I mean, I always tell people most of my phone calls are two questions. One, do you do ceramic coatings? And two, how much? And then usually the third question is, when can I book appointment? They don't ask me brands. They don't ask me years. They don't ask me warranty. They don't, you know, like none of the nonsense that most people kind of get. So I feel very fortunate. Well, and if you're going to do graphene, I really think that IGL did it right. You know, they, they don't advertise it as a graphene coating. They right. advertise it as a Kenzo with a graphene booster. And I think that's the right way to do it. Right. Especially with how new it is, you know, and that's yeah. why it's been able to take off like it has for them, you know, and that's right. And I, and I love it. You know? Right. And I even said that I, when, when they came out with F4, you know, that was graphene infused. I, I, right. I even, yeah, I even said, like, I think that was a great way for them to market it, to use the word infused versus a graphene polish or, or whatever. Yes. Um, so when they came out with, with Kenzo with graphene, um, I like that they use that same wording. It's infused with graphene. So it's not really misleading anybody to, to right. And it's a graphene coating, like some of the other coatings that are out there that are claiming it's a graphene coating. So yeah. I think you're, I think you're right. I think they did a good job with that. Um, and and again, I can appreciate companies that do that, right? Like if you're going to use the buzzword or if you're going to use, you know, the marketing tool, if you if you buzz it right or, or market it right, you know, be you're responsible. Not, Right, you're not over overselling it or over promising it. Then, then I think that's the best way to do it. Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, Jason just messaged me. Um, we lost Jason. He had to go help Ashley with her pacemaker. Um, I really don't have anything else to, to to ask you, man, or talk to you. I mean, I just other than you know, thank you for being on. Um, it's you know, you're one of those people I've been kind of talking to Jason about for a while. And you can tell me all you want that you're not a big name, but you're, you're a big name to me, at least, um, you know, and this podcast has kind of been about, you know, staying away from the big names until we started doing this. And I felt that this podcast, the what's on your mind being a little bit different than the Q and a style, the get to the know the person kind of deal. And I felt like this, I like the casual format. Right. And, and it's fun. Yeah. And, and this to me was, you know, that, that, way to get the big names um or the people that i feel have a big name on the podcast without kind of taking away from what the q a is which is you know to use you know billy's term the the guys and girls in the trenches you know the ones that are actually right. doing everything um, yeah absolutely so you know we jason and i have been you know you, you you've been one of those names that I keep telling Jason, like, I really want to get on, just got to find the right way to get them on kind of thing. And so now that we're kind of doing this, um, you know, in fact, when we did the rain one, um, Jason was <laughs> like, Jane was like, Jason was like, rain or Tommy. And I'm like, dude, flip a coin, you know, like you pick. <laughs> so, so he was rain, like, rain, rain, rain is rain is far more entertaining. Yeah, he was, uh, uh, I, I give that to him. I, I love Rain, I, yeah. and I love having him on the team. Yeah, um, I, I loved. I, it was a solid decision to uh, add him and Christopher. Oh yeah, he, he, yeah, he uh, spoke very highly. You know, when we, when we talked, he spoke very high, very highly about doing the training and and being a part of and and all that stuff. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, 
So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we were able to do this. I'm glad we were able to have a little bit more one-on-one. I know we kind of messaged back and forth on Facebook and comments and whatnot and you know seeing you at SEMA seeing you at Daytona but you're always way too busy doing stuff like that to kind of get you to sit down so this was fun man. yeah it's hard yeah hard. And <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate it and like I said at the beginning man I, I really appreciate what you and Jason are doing well thank uh, you for, for, for the industry it's uh yeah it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a nice little uh it's a nice little getaway sometimes to to come over here and see what's going on and, and right. watch what you guys are doing yeah. And there's, there's a lot of great detailing podcasts out there. I mean, I just told Jason, you know, I, I want to be something that's different, you know, still be industry related and about detailing, but try to be different than what every, you know, some of the other guys are doing. Um, so, you know, as long as, as long as we can kind of do that, hopefully we'll, we'll find a little following and it'll grow and grow and grow. And, you know, maybe, maybe one day we'll be Jimbo status. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, all right, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go I, again. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it so much. Oh, um, thank you. Before before we go, uh, yeah. If anybody doesn't know who Tommy is, um, and wants to get in touch with you to find out about Angel Wax, where where can they get a hold of you at Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, um, whatever. I'm on Facebook, Tommy Ramos Davis. Uh, you can message me, Angel Wax Direct Facebook page. Uh, Instagram is, uh, try to remember, Tommy underscore Angel Wax underscore direct. <laughs> and, uh, or you can just call me, 702-202-8911. Um, if I don't answer, please leave a message. Um, but I try to answer every phone that doesn't say scam likely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, the, I'm the same way. <laughs> Um, or like, or you can send me a message any other way. Um, right. I try to respond to everybody. Good. Deal. Best and, and, and so again, for everybody, uh, training in Vegas in March, March 20th, 21st. Okay. Um, and, we got about five spots left. Okay. How many, uh, if you want it, how many, oh. uh, how many, how many, uh, not spots left. How many, how many people total are you doing in this training? In case um, anybody's weird about COVID and stuff like that. Oh, we're doing 10, uh, 10, okay. 10, 10, 10, trainees. And then, uh, there'll be five or six trainers okay. there, okay. Uh, trainers and, and helpers too. You know. So, so small enough to be, to be where you can, you don't feel like you're being missed out on or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not inside of a shop per se. It's like an underground parking garage. So there's plenty of room to spread out. Oh, okay. She's got, he's got like all of the parking spots this way and all of the parking spots this way. I mean, she's literally got like 20, 30 spots. Oh, nice. um, so there's plenty, of, there's plenty of room to spread out. Um, and I will be supplying masks. Oh, okay, cool. All right, Tommy, again, appreciate it, man. You have a good night. We'll chat soon. Um, all right. And as we end all of them with uh, more shine and less shade. Oh uh, yeah. Take it easy, buddy. All right. Thanks, man.